The information and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of ASRM and its affiliates. These podcasts are provided as a source of general information and are not a substitute for consultation with a physician. Welcome to ASRM Today, a podcast that takes a deeper dive into the current topics in reproductive medicine. Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Jeffrey Hayes, your host for this episode of ASRM Today. Today, I am speaking with Dr. Nicholas Plakta. Dr. Plakta is an associate professor in the Department of Cell and Developmental Biology in the Smilo Center for Transitional Research, Perelman School of Medicine at the University of Pennsylvania in Philadelphia. He is here today to talk about his experiences during the COVID-19 pandemic. Dr. Plakta, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Chuck. When did things begin to change in Philadelphia due to the COVID-19 pandemic? It all happens around the same time everywhere, uh, plus minus one month. I was in the middle of moving my laboratory from Singapore to UPenn. Uh, this year, what's been very different is how the different governments handle it, you know, how, you know, the different institutions handle the whole thing. But um, on a more personal basis, it's been very similar everywhere. Is there anything that has surprised you professionally about how everything is going in reproductive care around this pandemic? Um, so I work more in basic research. We study very early development with animal models, with mouse embryos. So we don't see patients. Um, so our, our research is very different from other people that basically there is nothing they can do uh, because they just cannot see a patient or they cannot you know, run experiments that involve more interactions with other human beings, etc. For us, it's been more okay to shut down the laboratory, put everything on hold uh, everywhere on the planet. Uh, but we can still do, a, I've been surprised that you know, we can do a lot of work from home because anytime you stop our work, we always have a tons of data that we had to put together for the next paper. And so it's never a bad moment to pause for two months and write that paper that you've been delaying and so on. As you were an associate professor of cell and development and biology, is there a plan in place for, for the fall when you go back? Yeah, absolutely. And that, that's been not surprising, but interesting to watch. You have the leadership, you know, people that, you know, are, you know, deans of school or, or you know, uh, chairs of department and all these kind of people really reaching out, talking to the professors, making sure people, you know, keep in touch. Based on your professional opinion and your experience, what do you see as the future for reproductive care as we move on to this next phase of however life is going? I think it's very unpredictable. One possibility is that not much happens. The other possibility is some governments, leadership and so on, realize that yes, we really need to keep ensuring there is sufficient investment in research, in the NIH, etc. Also, scientific competition uh, with other countries, China in particular, and the US, um, you, you could imagine um, 
new policies where the U.S. decides, okay, we want to do more leadership here, just like the U.S. did so much leadership in so many areas in the last 60, 70 years, in so many aspects. And now is the time where, okay, are we going to go back to doing that? It's a little bit unclear, but should we do it in healthcare? Should we do it in reproductive care and these kind of things? Because that's an area where it was over, always so overwhelming that most of the things were done in the United States compared to the rest of the world, right? And now that has balanced a little bit. Do you have any advice for other labs about when they reopen? So I think the most important advice is mostly for those younger labs not to panic. Everyone's on standby and it's better to wait. Don't rush it because, again, no one's moving these days anywhere. No one can do much. I've had the pleasure of speaking with Dr. Nicholas Plakta today. Dr. Plakta, thank you for being able to join us. Thank you for taking time out to speak with us today. Thank you. This concludes this episode of ASRM Today. For show notes, other information, and discussions, go to asrmtoday.org.